everybody. And uh, yep, I'm back. Hopefully you're back too. And what a crazy week. We went from 80 to snow. <laughs> I know. I did not know that snow was... I don't watch the news anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I try to keep up on the weather, but I kind of was, I guess, a little remiss. When I woke up at about, I think it was 6.30, and I just kind of looking, I said, man, there's a heavy frost. Right? You know, I knew it was going to get cold. So then as, you know, the, it light, and then, you know, did my thing, you know, uh, going potty and all, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so anyway, so then I'm going to go take Gilligan out, and now it's the sun's, you know, the, it's coming up. Yep. And I looked, and I almost, like, rubbed my eyes like, am I dreaming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we got at least an inch in Hugo. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was at least an inch, if not a little bit more. Sure. You know, of course, it was all gone in, right. by the evening. But, exactly. I mean, it was just to hear that crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> I'm like, really? And today is October 14th. Alrighty then. And everybody's posting pictures on Facebook about their snow. And exactly. That's like how that. we do it in yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> Especially so. with that 80 degree yeah, I know <laughs> earlier it. in the I week. I know it. I mean, I just like... Okay, only it's, and that's why we're so friendly. I always say that because we always have something to talk about the weather. I mean, we have to. Yeah, and if you don't, <laughs> if you don't like the weather now, wait ten minutes and mm-hmm. we'll have something to talk about. Right. And so you know those forecasters, <laughs> uh, the weather people that are like in California, Arizona, Florida. Well, now they have a lot to talk right. about. Yes. But the thing is, is that they, they how do they make? It's going to be sunny today. Yeah. they be different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't get it. Here, we always got something going on. And so it was just, yeah, I was, I was, imp- I was impressed. You know, I wanted to, I had something going that day. Otherwise, I would have uh, plopped down. I, well, I watch Christmas movies year round. I love Christmas. Oh, you Christmas. do? Yes, okay. I love Christmas. I, I they see them out good. streaming all over now. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I mean, and I've probably got a collection of about 300 Yes, of DVDs, I bet you do. Okay? <laughs> and anyway, and what's so cool about Amazon Prime is that I get to watch Christmas movies I've never seen before. Yeah. And I don't have to buy them. <laughs> but I bet you all my Christmas movies have gotten, well, I, wa- I watch White Christmas at least two to three times every year. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I love, I could I can be no matter, and I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm talking everybody's, you know, I know everything by heart. <laughs> And so, yeah, White Christmas is my all-time favorite. And then, of course, but I'm amazed at some people that don't like it. But it is what it is. And, of course, it's Wonderful Life. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a given. I'm amazed at how pe- people have not seen, you know, It's a Wonderful Life. It's like, are you real? You, are you real? <laughs> are you on this planet? Were you implanted here? Like, you know, but anyway. I'm going to wait off. It's so, October here. Yeah. So I, no, I'm I, in spooky season mode yeah. for TV. Well, <laughs> what I, I really was sad about is that Fleet Farm opened his toy land this weekend. I'm like, before, I'm sorry, but that before Halloween, yeah, hello. we got to wait just a little so, bit. But they were just after our dollar, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so, but yeah, I, I just don't. And I used to be one of these people that prided on getting my Christmas shopping done by, you know, end of August. But then I, I realized after, it took me some while, but I wound up spending more money because the closer we got to Christmas, you feel like, oh, gee, she liked this too and she liked that too. So I wound up spending sure, yes. almost double the money. So finally I said, you know what? Until I'm not doing nothing until after Halloween, unless there's something that I truly know somebody wants or needs. And you probably need to get then, it. Then I get it to make sure I got it. Yes. You know, my brother Dave, he used to do his, oh, bless his soul. 
He used to do his Christmas shopping. Okay, we always had a family get together Christmas Eve. Okay, yeah. Okay, he would do his Christmas shopping like two hours before he was supposed to be at dinner. Everybody, came, everything just came in the shopping bag, so we knew where the he oh, got okay, it. Okay, so know? it wasn't he wrapped. Did, he, no, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> that's and awesome. So, yeah, that's why Dave shopped. It was just, it was like Dave, bless your soul, but really, but there's some pretty good deals out there, and I'm like, yes, serious. But anyway, them and everybody else are doing that last minute. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I wound up spending too much money that way so now i just I just wait till after halloween and i'm not a halloween person i'm a christmas person yeah and, so, and you know i talk to more people if you're a halloween person you're not you know you know you know nuts on halloween you're a so-so christmas person now what are you a so-so what, uh, what are you i guess i like halloween but i don't necessarily get all dressed up okay but yeah. i just like i don't know it's fall i like just seeing all the spooky stuff okay movies okay and i do love christmas but okay. i guess if i'm gonna pick one i get more excited around halloween oh really yeah. okay interesting yeah because yeah. yeah, i've never liked halloween i never i don't like to be scared <laughs> i don't watch spooky movies i don't watch any of that i'm not really. as brave there's certain movies i'm like i don't want to watch that yeah, by no, myself I, I just plain don't i've seen in bits and pieces children of the corn yep i didn't yeah. like the way that was going right <laughs> so i was just kind of going through the room you know everybody else was watching it but i never sat down and but anyway, I don't like things that scare me. Uh, number one reason, you know, when you live on a farm, there's, you know, there's a lot of shadows on yeah. the other side of the trees. And my my sister, Lori, who's just a nut about Halloween. I mean, she loved to be scared. She reads, you know, Stephen King, anything that can scare oh, the bejeebies out of her. I Stephen King, yes. But anyway, but then she comes out to the farm. Mm-hmm. I'm going down to do chores. And it's dark. <laughs> and she says, where's the flashlight? I don't need a flashlight. The barn's down there. The, the light, you go to the light, Lori, go to the light, you know, and she has dark on the drive. We've got big pine trees, you know, type thing. She's almost paralyzed because she, with all the crap that she's read, sure. that, you know, what's behind the tree? What's going to come out and get us? I'm like, boy, you And once you start thinking problem. about yes, it. Yes, it just, your, your mind is your worst enemy. Yes. And so that's why, yeah, no, I've, every Halloween I've always was something fun or funny that made people laugh. I okay. never once was anything scary. Okay. And yeah. anyway, then what does my daughter do when she's four years old? She wants to be a ghost. And then she wants me to be something scary. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be scary. <laughs> and so I did the typical sheet over the head. Yeah, that's it. And put a chain around costume. her neck. <laughs> you know, so, so that was easy. That was, that was my homemade costume. That's easy homemade costume yeah, right yeah, there. But then she wanted me to be something scary. And it's like, but mom doesn't get into scary. So I took some face paint. And painted my face green. And then I had this cape thing. You know what I mean? I looked in the mirror, scared myself. Right. It's just like, well, I'm doing this for well, you. you got kid. into it. it. Yeah, never, that's awesome. Not ever happening again. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. So hopefully you all have um, good uh, questions for me today. And Hope is on the other side of the glass. So yes, Hope is always I'm glad. To ha- yeah, always glad to ha- have you. And, and uh, Mike is off doing his birthday week in San Diego week. and Fun. Good for him. Yeah, so that's cool. I don't think any bad weather is supposed to happen in San Diego, is it's it? It's probably sunny. Uh, yeah, sunny. <laughs> yeah, sunny. And tomorrow, sunny. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I just can't imagine that to me. It would be so boring. Um, when I went up to Alaska, you know, to see my daughter, that was, geez, now four years ago. And anyway, um, I think, I don't know if you were around when I, but anyway, uh, I told Cassandra I could never live in Alaska because in the summer months, the sun comes up about 3.15 a.m., and doesn't set, and it really doesn't set. It goes to her horizon. Okay. About two thirty, quarter to three. I said the sun tells me to go night night. <laughs> okay, right. I'm sitting on her deck at two o'clock in the morning. I've just got done washing windows, and I'm having a beer. 
Okay, at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm feeling like it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah, it's just I could not do do that thing. So anyway, but yeah, I need the sun to say, you know what? You're done. Go go, go to bed. Yeah, I've never been to Alaska. I've never experienced it, but I was just thinking of movies or TV shows Mm -hmm. where I just didn't think about it. And they'd be... Their characters would be going to bed. I'm like, it's sunny out. But yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then the thing is, flip side, now their days are getting a lot shorter. Okay. During the winter months, they're they're not in the place with no uh, light, but their their total daylight once it finally hits winter winter up there is like four hours, five hours, and then that's every then it's dark. Oh wow. So yeah, it's crazy. That'd be tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adjustment yep. for sure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So. Anyway, so yeah, hopefully you guys got some questions. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. And um, we're going to talk, once again, talk more like how does the dog see it? Mm. And uh, because so many people, they, you know, dogs are the only species on earth that attains human status. Uh, you know, because they eat with us, they sleep with us, they go through all our emotions, uh, they go, you know, go on trips with us. They just share our life so much. And, uh, but now cats... You know, remember, cats have, dogs have masters, cats have staff. <laughs> so really, you know, the cats, yes, they're a part of her life, but unlike what the dog, you know, they don't, you know, I know there's different cats. I've had, you know, the very loof ones and I've had the very cuddly, cuddly ones, but, mm. but cats just don't attain that status like a dog does. Sure. And so that's what we forget. There are dogs and dogs see it in certain ways. And that's where we got to get, my job is to get humans to see if that was the dog sees it. So then hopefully their relationship can be a team, not just, oh, geez, why does he do this? Or why does he do that? Or how can I fix that? And because it is relatively easy to, you know, all dogs, even the dog that you think is just a butthead, you know what I mean? Where he's, right. you know, like growling at other dogs or not doesn't like people or whatever. It's usually brought on by who's at the end of the leash. And it's not the dog side. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go up the other way. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and so to get people to understand that. So, but hopefully oh, you got some questions. Give a holler, 651-641-1071. Why Why is a snail the strongest animal? Why is a snail the strongest animal? We'll be back. Hello. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Remember, you can stream me live anywhere in the world by going to mytalk1071.com. And then while you're there, you can check out uh, my show page, KDK9, and you can get all my past shows, too. And what I just uh, shared with my class week, I didn't realize, I don't listen to any of them, sorry. Just can't sit still long <laughs> enough. But anyway, I didn't realize, you know, a lot of people t- tell me I talk too fast. So I didn't realize in the podcast, you can slow me down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Isn't that cool? Okay. Why is a snail the strongest animal? <sighs> um, I have no idea. Because he carries his house on his back. Okay. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that way, but go. I didn't. No. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. There you go. Michelle. Okay. Let's head right. to the phone lines. We have Terry, uh, her dog, very playful, but can play kind of hard with other dogs. Okay. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. How are you doing? Hi. Good morning. And good. thank you for taking my call, Katie. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. I greatly appreciate it and listening. So what kind of pupper do you have? Uh-oh. Oh, we might have lost her. Um, oh, no. Let's go to Cindy. Okay, Terry, call back. All right. Uh, we're going to Cindy. Oh, hi, Cindy. Oh, hi. Hi, hi. What can I do for you? Um, yeah, I have a toy poodle, and um, he's constantly, like his tongue is constantly flickering in and out of his mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So um, is and it then pa- he's, you know, he's licking like his paws and 
the uh, some fabric, but oh, yeah, like okay. his tongue is in and out, in and out. Okay, okay. Uh, th- that usually has to do with diet. It means their digestive system is kittywampus. What uh, uh, what food do you feed? Well, I've been feeding them some um, chicken in um, you know out of a can in water. Okay, that's it. And veg vegetables, you know, some carrots and broccoli and okay that's good that's good okay now do you change up the proteins the meat the chicken do you change uh, it to beef? you know i really ha- haven't been yeah that's what you got to do but i haven't been so that's yeah. what i need to do yeah you got to do because what happens is that fed the same protein aka meat over extended period of time can cause dogs to start having a reaction to it as far as, uh, you know, kind of an allergen. And usually with most dogs, the two allergens in meat they have a hard time with is chicken and beef. Those are the two that if they're fed for too long. But now Mike Gilligan, he has an aversion just only this past year um, to beef. All right. And whereas if I feed beef three days in a row, he starts itching his face and itching his sides. Okay. But if oh, I feed okay. beef two times a week, like maybe on a Monday or a Saturday or a, a Thursday. Okay. And then I have turkey and then I have some uh, chicken and then I have some lamb and such in between. He doesn't okay. react. Okay. So that's why what I would do is dump the chicken for about a month or so. And okay. then try to do like some beef, some lamb, some uh, duck, you know, and such okay. like that. Turkey? Did I say turkey? Oh, like the um, I was giving them rotating it, um, Nutrisource. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, if you want to do that, because if you are, oh, you are, you're not just giving the canned chicken. You're also doing Nutrisource. Well, you know, I, I, I now I have been on a run of chicken. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, so yeah, that. Correlate. Okay, that makes sense. That's okay. Then also what okay. I would do to help repair the system, I'd get him on some probiotics, some digestive enzymes, or Nutrisource now has kombucha. It's a, a yeah, yeah, that you know, it's got the probiotics and such like that in there. And so, you know, it's you put I want you to open it, it's a twist bag. You open it, pour on the food, and then you know, don't you don't pull the whole thing on, it tells you what to feed. But anyway, so then just put it back in the refrigerator and then bring it out again when you need it. So you can that also helps a lot of digestive system is the kombucha. Otherwise, okay. uh, some dogs, when they're really broke, they also need, you know, a probiotic and a digestive enzyme separate from that. Every dog's system is different. You just got to kind of work on repairing it and getting the better enzymes going in there so you can take that allergen level down. Okay. okay. I was giving him, you know, like a little a teaspoon of um, daily of pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I... Stop doing that. Okay, yeah, because pumpkin's really good for the fiber and just to keep things moving, you know, type thing. And so, uh-huh. uh, th- but it, that doesn't have anything to do, like, with the enzymes in it. But the pumpkin is oh, always okay. great, you know, to give okay. dogs because that, like I said, is so, and it doesn't have to be every day. It can be every, you know, every other day, every third day, and, you know, it doesn't have to be. But all that, you know, like I say, by rotating things and mixing it yeah. up, it, it's easy, it's healthier for the dog. And I know a lot of vets will tell you, don't rotate. And that's the worst thing you can do because, see, dogs, remember, God put them here for to be scavengers, to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything uh-huh. and anything that, like 10-day-old roadkill sitting in a 100-degree sun, like a T-bone steak, and not even skip a beat. Well, unfortunately, we bring them into the house. We feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day, and we wonder why they're dealing with so many allergens and such like that. Oh, yeah. And so okay, the, that makes sense. Yeah, and then another, okay. th- you know, another thing, too, is the chemicals that you put on or in the dog. 
you know, for like mm-hmm. flea tick, heartworm, things like that. You got to look at your your vaccination. If over vaccination causes a lot of problems, especially for the smaller dogs. And so okay. then what you got to do is sit down and get a plan. Okay, what am I going to do? You know, and then uh, and then I make sure the big thing is to rotate. And when you start rotating, you remember you start out with a little bit like a, a quarter of the new to three quarters of whatever else you were feeding for like two, three days or three, four days. And then like a 50, 50, you know, for three, oh, four okay. days. And then don't just flip. Don't just start. Right. Another. Because then you can get the okay. runs. And so not you, the dog, <laughs> but anyway, oh, so okay. then, um, uh, but then once they've had it and it comes back in to rotation, you just, you just feed it out. It's only if they've ne- the first time they've never had it, then rotate it in. But then once they've had it and it comes back in rotation, you could just feed it straight out. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Thanks. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, just like, licking the furniture, licking themselves, uh, especially the fabrics and stuff like that, people don't realize it's a gut problem. You know, why Why would that have to do, you know, gut, the tongue licking stuff yeah. have anything to do with the gut? But their discomfort, you know, they don't feel, you know, kind of like, you know, my tummy hurts. I mm. just feel a yeah. little bit distressed. And it's yeah. kind of a comforting thing mm. to them. So it's crazy. Okay, where are we at there, ma'am? We have Terry back. All right, Terry's back. <laughs> yay, yay. Hey, Terry. Hi, thank you, Katie. Sorry about dropping the call. Hey, don't. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, never, don't ever worry about that. Just glad you called back. So, what do we got? Well, um, we we rescued our second pup um, a year ago, and right. she was about a year old. She had been seven months on her own with her brothers in a pack okay um she was rescued and um she is just very very sweet and like a tigger that (laughs) we call her exuberant right (laughs) yep and um it has probably been the hardest pup i've ever had to train and deal with because she is it's just taken so so long to try to get her to walk on a leash and not scare other dogs that are going by because as soon as she sees another dog, she's just like spinning on the leash and she's barking. And it's because she wants to go play. So it's not a uh-huh. stay away from me bark. It's a, Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. I want to go play yep. with you. Yep. Yep. And, um, but then she's also very timid and, and, um, she can be very, very timid with us inside and very docile. Okay. So it's like this two different personalities. <laughs> okay. Now, when she does that, become reactive on the leash, I bet any amount of money you tighten up on the leash, restraining her to keep control of the situation, correct? Um, absolutely. I do that. And I ask her to sit and I, and I try to, and I just say, sit, good girl, easy. Ah, ah, ah. I do those kind of things, but oh, it's just, it's, Almost to where I didn't want to walk her anymore. For okay, a while. now what kind of dog is this? Well, as far as we know, she's part Labrador Husky and something else. Okay. But she's about a forty-pound dog. Uh, you can tell that there's that Husky breed in her a little bit. Right. Okay. Now, so, when you take her for a walk, do you have any kind of training collar? You use a harness. What do you do? Yes, I'm using a training collar. Okay, which one? And um, and I'm giving her uh, an. I'm trying to teach her to um, heal, which is still, you what, know. What training collar are you using? Um, a prong training collar. Okay. And is it? do you slide it over the head and slide it off, or is it taunt? Is it tight? 
Snug. Um, slide it over the head. Oh, good. So it's loose. Good, good, good. I'm proud of you. It hangs loose, and then I kind of give her a bump, and I say, uh-uh. Okay. And, you know, when I see, you know, and um, she responds for maybe five seconds. Okay, well, can you hold like, that thought? mind again. <laughs> okay, hold that thought, because we got to run to break, and we'll discuss this when we come back. What do you call a banana that likes to dance? What do you call a banana that likes to dance? And we'll be back. Katie K9 here. So I've got questions. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. And we are talking to Terry. Hi, Terry. Okay. Now, the big thing is, is what you got to remember is what you send, you send through the lease. The dog responds. So the biggest okay. thing is when person uh, are, are anticipating problems, okay, the dog alerts, the head goes up, the tail goes up. Automatically, if you've been having trouble of dogs lunging or lurching or whatever type thing, People automatically slide their hand down closer to the hook and restrain the dog. That yes. sends to the leash that you're not okay with this, that you have a, are having a hard time. So now the dog has to rise to the occasion to help you all and have everybody work together. So the big thing what you got to do, and this is anybody that takes dogs for walks. You know, a lot of people let the dog scan in front of them as they're walking. Okay, the thing is, is that that sends the message to the dog, I'm cool and you're not. I'm the leader, you're the peon. I have to protect you and what is out there so they become a lot more reactive when they're out there. That's why in the beginning of training, you always want the dog to walk politely at your side. Okay, now, the minute that he would, the dog would alert, then what you need to do is you just give it a pop, give it a pop, ah, leave it, uh-uh, you can do this, come on, you can do this. You have to maintain calmness and not tighten. Go, when the minute you go tense, the dog's going to react according to that. So you got to remain your hands just at your side, dog's shoulder at your side. You know, I walk dogs on the left side. And then anyway, so then um, if she, you know, you know, you can set this up, like have somebody walk by, take out like a block or something. Somebody's going to walk by so that you can practice this. So then uh -huh. you get better out in real life. So the thing is, is that when you, you place your hand on the leash, that when your hand, hand is relaxed at your side and the dog's shoulder is there, that the hook of the leash is resting on the back of the dog, okay? And then you put a knot in the leash there so you know where to put your hand. All right. So mm -hmm. just you want your arms just relaxed as your side and just the the not a whole bunch of leash there. You just want whereas if the dog does lurch, you're right there. But but when you're relaxed, the dog is relaxed. All right. And that's what you've got to do is just, you know, just talk calmly. We're fine. Let's move along. Hurry up. Let's go. Oh, very nice. Look at you being good. That was very nice. But you stay very calm. Your voice is very steady. You know, don't say, oh, good boy. No, that just feeds the frenzy. Like, let's play. All right. Whether it's with that other dog or with you type thing. Right. You've got to be very calm and say, hey, hey, come on. Let's go. you got to move it. Let's go. Very nice. Very nice. Look at you. You know, but you have to be relaxed. If he tries alerts forward you bump backwards towards his tail don't pull it's got to be a pop a snap a jerk it's the right. quickness of the correction it's not the power behind a correction okay right. so it's the quick the quickness of that that jerk that tap uh, uh, uh. oh very nice there you go we got this we got this but by you being calm and steady and relaxed and when the the more obnoxious dog that i'm working I'm almost whispering to the dog, hey, 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 we got this. Come on, let's go. We got this. And you'll be really surprised because now just by you softening your voice, you mm -hmm. become a lot more relaxed too. 
Okay, and the dog's gonna pick that, pick up on that. That's where almost all owners go wrong is they don't realize they feed the craziness instead of just move them along. And it's not petting them and consoling them and no, oh, come on, let's go, we got this, let's go, hurry up. And so before you know it, now the dog is, he's being when he's uh, alerts to the, another dog or a human, he's gonna kind of look at you like we got this. Yes, we do. We have this. Let's go. Let's go. And so oh, but that, okay. that collar has to be loose. It right. can't be tight. The minute you snug up on it, that's when uh, everything goes amok. Because then they feel like you don't have your poop in a group. Mm, mm-hmm. And so then before you know it, that they're going to, they're, they're, well, here we go. Here we go. It's a challenge. That, that makes sense. Um, it, one other habit that she does when I'm walking her, mm-hmm. and if I, if I praise her, like, oh, good girl. Good girl, because she's le- she's not charging. She saw a squirrel, and she's not kind of going, you know, good girl. No, nope. we keep on going. But when I if I praise her, a lot of the times she kind of does this little hop off of her front feet, right? But you said the bumps, wrong and bumps my hand. Okay, yeah, but now, you, not you... with her teeth, but she and she did that a lot when we first got her. That we'd walk by and she you know, bump our hand and. Um, that's uh, I've never experienced that before. Okay, but see what you're doing is you're feeding her frenzy. Do not say oh. good girl. Okay. That's a big no-no when you got a, a high energy dog. And mm-hmm. the reason is because that's like party time. Okay, so you got to stop saying good girl and you're yep. just going to stay very calm. We got this. Thank you. Let's move it. We can do this. You know, All stay right. away. Every time you ask the dog to say, you sit, and you go, good girl. What does the dog do? Yes, I'm a good girl. And they get up all crazy and get all nutsy in the headsy, okay? Right. So what you don't want, you don't want to feed that. They've learned that good girl, good boy means party time. And now let's roll. And so yeah. by staying just very calm, and the hardest thing when people come to my classes, I tell everybody, the hardest thing for you not to do from this time forward is not to say good girl or good boy. But if you can get your mouth out of that you're gonna under you're gonna see a whole different demeanor uh-huh. in your dog because it's like saying good girl or good boy is like taking a four a four speed truck from first gear to fourth gear okay they sit right. and now they're in first gear and then you go good girl and then it rams up into fourth gear <laughs> yeah okay so well, it's, I, er, 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 er. <laughs> yeah it sounds like i've uh developed a, a bad habit well not you you about 98 yeah. percent of all dog owners okay until they get either listen to the show or they come to class with me but the whole thing is is that you've got to see it how the dog sees it so good girl you want i, I just tell people don't if you know what I mean, if you want to give them the little extra lovings and stuff, oh, that was very nice. Oh, look at you, that was very nice. Yes, it was. Oh, yes, look at you. You know where they're going to get, you know, kind of silly, but they're not going to go. Wah! <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and so that's why you got to think of how you're presenting it, and what your demeanor is, and if you're calm and steady. Hey, 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 that's enough. Come on, we can do this. You'll be really surprised how the dog will react. Okay, and always stand straight when you bend over. Everybody thinks that they get in the dog's face, that the dog sees you, that they'll react. Dogs hate people's faces and their faces. Uh-huh. Okay, it's just like me and you meeting for the first time. I get nose to nose with you and go, hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> You're going to look at me like, get out of my face in space. And so the thing is, if a yeah, dog comes exactly. to you, that's a whole different ballgame. But so many people want to shove their face in into the dog's face. Like, see, you see me? Now I'm asking this of you. Now when you're bent over, you look like a weenie to the dog when he looks up. A, a oh. good leader is straight and positive and very relaxed. That's what a good leader is. Okay? Okay. 
So by your demeanor, you will feed your dog. And before you know it, now you've got a calm dog looking to you like, hey, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's fine. We're, that's none of our concern. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. You know, so like I say, the whole thing is, is that, and then when you pet the dog, you know, at times, like let's say you're, you're walking and he did ignore something and you reach down to pet him. Okay, what happens? You just split the brain. It's like, okay, you touched me. <laughs> now, oh, yeah. The, um, she is like, as soon as you, when we're at home and we're in the house, as soon as you pet her or anybody pets her, she just, her ears go back and it's like she just went to a spa. Yep, there you, you know, go. It's like, a spa. Oh, that's good. You. Yep, and that's good, but do it calmly. You know, but that's the whole thing. Be what you want the dog to be, uh-huh. all right? Because the dog will mirror you and double it. So if you're tension, okay. if you're t- very tense and restraining that dog, that dog's going to get even more crazier, all right? But if you're very calm, I've got this, we got this, and just almost whisper to the dog and just relax. Keep your hand at your left side. If she lurches forward, you just give it a snap back. Ah, 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 come on, heel, let's go. Oh, very nice. You got this. Yes, you do. And you'd be really surprised how the dog will, you can just see him shake it off like, okay, I guess we have this. I don't need to help mom out. That makes sense. It, it does. It does. Now and you got to implement you know, it <laughs> because of her behavior. I think I I know that I tensed up. Oh yeah, um, you and everybody her. else. So you know, don't worry. You're not alone. But that's yeah. most humans' reaction when the dog reacts is to tighten on the leash, hold them back, and then that creates a bigger problem in the long run. And then it gets worse, and it gets worse, and then pretty yep. soon they become night walkers when nobody's out <laughs> because they don't yeah, want to run into anything. I don't want that. I want her to be part of the family. And I want it to be. Yep. You know her to be a everybody nobody likes a misbehaving dog no they don't no they don't and sometimes what you can do too is that if she really gets out of hand and you feel like you're losing it just step off the path or wherever and then step on the leash uh about uh let's see 45 pounds probably about 15 inches from the hook you don't want Mm -hmm. to pit her to the ground you just want that if she goes to lurch she yep. has a choice. She's going to correct herself. But she's doing it to herself. You are not restraining. You are not holding her in. Okay? And I'm not, giving, I'm not giving the tension. Correct. Exactly. Because uh, she'll lurch forward, yeah. and then she'll come back, and the collar will be loose. Okay? Yep. She'll lurch forward. She'll come back. The collar will be loose. All of a sudden, she's sitting, and all of a sudden, she's laying. But see, when yeah. people take the leash, they hold it. And hold it and hold it in this constant pressure. And then that's what happens is that it turns into a wah factor. And so, but if you yeah. step on the leash with both feet so you don't get, <laughs> you don't get knocked yeah. on your butt. <laughs> and then like wherever you put the knot in the leash for your hand, that's usually where you step on by the, on the leash. And okay. you get really good. And what you got to do is that, okay, let's say you're, you got the, uh, the dogs on your left side. You got your left hand on the leash and you got your right hand on the leash. Okay, now, you know, the dog is starting to act up. You hold the handle of the leash in your right hand and as you, and immediately as you drop the left hand off the leash, the le- leash hits the ground, right? Right. Quickly step on it. Because if you're just a, a spigot, all of a sudden they're going to lunge forward, and then that leash goes off off the ground, and now you got to you know put your raise your head above the, or your your feet above your head to step on right. the leash. So what you want to do is practice that in the house. Just hold the leash in your hand, and then you know what I mean. Now we got to mm-hmm. uh, going to step on the leash. Quick, drop the left hand and quick step on it. All right, and remember mm-hmm. don't. Don't uh, don't uh, pin her to the ground. That's not the object here. When she's standing, her, and you're standing on the leash, her head should be slightly dipped, just slightly. All right. But if okay. she sits, the collar goes loose, and if she lays, the collar really goes loose. 
That's what you want. So anytime you get in a predicament where she's going to be crazy dog, quick, step on the leash and ignore. All right? And just kind of just bring your hands to your body and just let her deal with it. And all of a sudden when you can see she's laying down and she's kind of like, well, that didn't work right. (laughs) But see, what happens is that she does it to herself. Instead of that, you know, lurches forward, she gets correction. She comes back, Mm -hmm. collar's loose. And now she lurches forward, there's a correction. She comes back, and all of a sudden it's like, well, this is not working the way I expected. And so, but now, now yeah. she's standing there, and the collar is loose. She's like, that's gonna, there, there's no tension, so there's nothing for her. Now it's almost relaxing, you know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. I guess there's no problem here. I get a lot of puppies in my class that come in, they are just all over the place. I said, here you go, step on the leash right here, just stand here. And the people are amazed in about, you know, two times the dog's sitting. The dog's mm-hmm. late, and they're like, how did that happen? Because you're not restraining the dog. The dog is in charge of its own tension. They're not picking up on your tension. Okay? All right. Okay, give I it a shot. Otherwise, I'm always available in private class or a class class. You know, we can get you squared away. All right. So, well, thank you so much for going through that with me. Okay, I no problem. It. Good luck. Keep me posted how it goes, okay? I will. Thank okay, you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Which of these contain more sugar? A lemon or a strawberry? We'll be back. All right, we're back. Yay, team. All right. Which is more, um, which of these contain more sugar? A lemon or a strawberry? I'm going to say lemon. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Obviously, since it's so crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I was, like, I was what? trick question. Yeah. I don't know. Although it sounds strange, a lemon has more sugar than a strawberry. Studies have shown that lemon contains 70% sugar. While a strawberry contains forty percent oh, wow. sugar, the mm. sour taste of the lemon is a result of the citric acid inside it, which dominates over the sugar levels. Okay, isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love lemons. Anything lemon? I'm a, <laughs> Me too. I'm a lemon snob. You know what I mean? Lemon pie, lemon bar, oh, oh, lemon yum. bars. Good lemon bars. Yes. My girlfriend Kim Molly. Uh, they had a get together a couple weeks ago. It was a Vikings get together, and Molly makes these lemon bars. And Kim told me that you know Molly's lemon bars are like, oh, wow, it wow. Rocks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody sure. <laughs> oh, they rocked! I'll tell you, they were so good. So anyway, okay, uh, who's up? All right, we have Alex, and Alex's question is about hernia surgery for a dog. All right, hi there. How you doing? Hey. Hi, Katie. Happy Sunday. Well, thank you. Happy Sunday back at you. Absolutely. I'm so excited to talk to you. So I have a a two-year-old Pomeranian Maltese Chihuahua mix who is going to be turning three here in early November. Back in January of this year, she had hernia surgery, and this popped up after she was spayed. So this is not something that um, I knew about at the time. It was after the fact. Right. Um, And it's spaying. I'm sorry. Spaying is not the right term for a dog. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she was fixed, and this popped up after a couple of weeks ago, she was, you know, lying on her back, and I'm rubbing her tummy, and her hernia is back. Oh, my. Um, I brought her to the vet, and the vet, um, you know, felt it. I actually was fortunate enough to bring her to the vet that did the surgery. All right. And he said it's smaller than it was before. He does remember doing the surgery. Right. And he, uh, you know, I, I kind of asked him, I said, you know, if this was your dog, would you do another surgery to take care of this? And he said probably not. And to me probably is kind of an open door (laughs) so i scheduled the surgery for november 30th but i'm weighing the pros and cons of having the surgery done again and if this is going to pop up again if it's worth the risks involved so i'm very curious as to your opinion relating to this 
I don't like surgeries of any kind, myself yeah. personally and for any animal. And so the thing is, is that if it's not that big and it's not bothering her, I mean, of course, at any time it can grow and get bigger and it could, there could be a problem. I get that, you know, yeah. but I guess if this was my dog, um, I, like I said, I would, there, I would be curious why it wasn't done right the first time, but <laughs> that would be yeah. the, another, another thing. But anyway, yeah. so that, but I, I, like I said, is it very minimal? So it doesn't bother her at all. Um, to me, it feels like it's about the size of a marble, like half of a marble kind of poking out of her tummy. Okay. It doesn't bother her at all. Okay. My, my, I mean, this is the first dog I've ever owned, okay. and oh, I am just, like, completely in love with her, and my concern is I'm going to wake up someday and she's, you know, not going to be alive anymore. Something's <laughs> going to happen. I mean, I, you know, it's, I'm probably overreacting to a certain extent, but at the same time, I just, I'm, I'm not sure what to do, and I'm really torn on this subject of whether or not I should go through with this surgery for her or not. You well, know, see, they're telling me it's very minimal right. and it's minimally invasive, but at the same time, to your point, she's going to be put, you know, under anesthetic. Yep. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's a surgery. Yes, and it's abdominal surgery, okay? Yeah. And so that's why, like I say, I just... Uh, I, if I were you, I don't believe the internet, okay, as far as right. I, it's not my go-to thing. But, you know, you could put the question out there and do some research, you know, about hernias and, you know, d- just understand, you know, what exactly it is and why, you know, why, how these happen and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, yeah. uh, to me, but that small a dog, I, the less is better. And like I say, yeah. just, I would deal with things as it comes. Uh, as far as if it seems like it's getting growy, but don't become obsessive over it. <laughs> Every time you pet yeah. her, you're feeling it. <laughs> That's not oh, good it's either. It's so hard not to do that. <laughs> but you, but you can't. You just got to just come and move forward, okay? Yeah. Because the thing yeah. is, she'll pick up on your anxieties also. That oh, geez, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do about that bump. And but it, a lot of people are broke in the head that if they think their dog is broke they need to fix it just like with okay i had a dog that had hip dysplasia she was a chocolate lab wine cross and she kind of hopped like a bunny uh when she ran you know she hopped the stairs but she was not in no pain okay she lived to be 17 years old i had more people say well why didn't you get the surgery because they know how to deal with that she knew but the pain we put them through was sometimes with surgery they don't know how to deal and it almost makes things worse and so the thing is even though brandy was broken you know but she she lived a healthy life for 17 years i got her when she was three and so yeah. that's why it's just kind of like you got to put it out of your head i people would say well she runs kind of funny i says yeah she got hip dysplasia well why yeah. aren't you gonna fix it she's do you see her she's doing just fine <laughs> she doesn't yeah. jump you know i keep her you know i wouldn't let her jump in and out of the vehicles or up and down on the couch or anything like that that's what, a damnation when you got hip dysplasia or any kind of you know uh, ACL problems or whatever. And so, the, but yeah. the thing is, is that, like I said, and then as she got older, then I would give her, uh, like an adult aspirin, you know, one yeah. a day for three days. And then she would find this is before all this great, I mean, Brandy has been gone a long time. And so now there's so many joint supplements and so many different ways, Boswellia, you know, there's just so many different things that you can do. But the thing is, is that I didn't want to put the dog through that pain because she right. wasn't in pain. I'd be the first one. Yeah. If you're in pain, buddy, we're, we're taking care of that. But she wasn't. She you know, she never winced, uh, you know, I mean, nothing, you know, like, or anything like that. It was just, yeah. So anyway, but the thing is, is that, uh, like I say, if this is my dog, because she's a small kid, she already went through one abdominal surgery, 
you know, yeah. that, you know, then we're cutting open again and there's more scar tissue and such like that. Yep. And so that's why in my mind, I would say, you know what, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. I just have a dog and uh, we're just going to pet her and blah, blah, blah. But don't be every time you talk to her or touch her, you got to feel it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's going to drive no, you over the edge. Sense. And you're actually speaking to a lot of the concerns that I had. So, I, you know, I've got another month and a half to kind of think on it. And yeah. to your point, maybe not the internet is not the best place but to do a little bit more research and yep. ask some more questions and well, yep. no that's great yeah and then and go, I, I greatly you, appreciate yeah, it you i can was go, really looking forward to hearing your opinion yeah try to go there's two websites um dogsnaturallymagazine.com that's dana and then okay. healthy pets com. that's Dr. Karen Becker. They're both holistic. But anyway, so put in the question that you can send them questions and just, yeah. and I would, do, I would do that, you know, I mean, because I value yeah. both Dana and Dr. Becker's, you know, uh, 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 thought on it type thing. And then, yeah. um, but that's the thing is get input. And then yeah. it's something that you've got to, but like she's not broke. She's not in any pain. Like I said, things can change. But now yeah. how old is she? Uh, she's going to be three November 8th. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so I don't know. I just, uh, like I said, I get scared out of abdominal surgery. You know, um, yeah. everybody just are complacent, like when a dog gets spayed. Yeah. With neutering, it's just a snip, snip. <laughs> you know, with spayed, you know, you got to go cut and you got to get in there. And so that's why, like I said, it's, it's it can be not good at times. And so that's why, like I yeah. said, it'd be, but it'd be interesting. She did not have it before and now she's got it. Yeah, well, she got it after she was spayed, yeah. and then we had surgery in January for it, and then I just a couple of weeks ago noticed that it was right back there. Yeah. So it's just, it's very bizarre, and it is smaller than it was, which yep. is, uh, you know, I'm grateful for that. I just, you know, to your point, I worry about scar tissue, and I worry about, you know, yep. the effects on her, and it was really hard going through that, like, couple of weeks of recovery with her, and yep. it, it was really difficult, and this is my first dog, so I'm, like, just completely and totally obsessed and overprotective <laughs> yeah. of her, so. so you just let it go, breathe, breathe, but just do a little bit more research, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. You I bet. really value your opinion, well, and I hope you. you have a wonderful Sunday. You too. Thank you. Which fruit has the same name as a bird in New Zealand? Mango, lemon, almond, kiwi. Be back. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.